0: Now, one of my favorite things to do with my daughters, Avila and Nora, is to snuggle up on the couch and to look at old pictures. Uh, Pictures from when they were babies or pictures of their grandparents and cousins or pictures of our vacations together. I love looking at pictures because it helps to remind me that my life has a bigger story. And sometimes we have the pictures printed out, and sometimes we look at them on the computer or phone. Um, Here's one album uh, that we especially like to look at, my kids especially like to look at, and this is an album of um, Avila and Nora and Benjamin and Miriam from back when they first met each other and were friends in Pittsburgh. And so you can see they look really young here. This was a gift from the halls. Here's them playing at the playground. There's some pictures in here with with them with with snow in the background, all kinds of pictures. We look at how cute Miriam is in that picture. All kinds of pictures we like to look at in here. Now, uh, kids, raise your hands if you like to look at old pictures with your family. Raise your hands if you like to. Yeah. Now, now here's a question for you kids. What are your favorite pictures to look at? Do you like to look at baby pictures? Do you maybe like to look at pictures from the first day you were adopted, if you were adopted that's such a special day, or maybe yearbook pictures or pictures of your grandparents or pictures on vacation? Who can tell me what kind of pictures you like to look at? Yeah, Mercy, what do you like to look at? You like to look at pictures when you're a baby because you're so cute. Yeah, Ruthie, how about you? Pictures on vacation. Yeah, it reminds you of places that you've been. Yeah. When you were what? You also like when you were a baby. Yeah. What pictures do you like to look at? Just pictures. doesn't matter what kind. Yeah. I, I, I want to hear more about the kinds of pictures that you kids uh, like to look at, but I'll have to ask you after the service. We Because we all love to look at pictures, right? Because they help to remind us that our lives have a bigger story that we might have forgotten about some of these vacations we took. We might have forgotten when we first met our friends. We might have forgotten about some of these times, but we look at the pictures and we say, oh yeah, my life is part of a bigger story, bigger than it looks today. And oftentimes in the Bible, God likes to do this too. He likes to remind his people that they're a part of a bigger story. That's what's going on in Nehemiah chapter nine. That's what it's all about. So after the wall is finally finished, if you remember, God's people are building a wall around the city of Jerusalem to protect it. After it's finally finished, God gathers his people together for the special purpose of reminding them of the bigger story. So, for example, and I have some pictures here so that it's not just words for us this morning, but the pictures they get are word pictures. So first, the priests remind them that God created everything by his own power. They say, you are the Lord, you alone, you made heaven and the heaven of heavens with all their hosts, the earth and all that is in it, the seas and all that is in them. So that's the first thing that they remember in their family story. Next, the priests remind them of their great, 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 great grandfather, Abraham. And how even though he was just one man, God promised to make a big family through him. And that's actually their family. That's their family. They know this is our great-great-grandfather. And there's so much more we could hear about God rescuing the Israelites from slavery in Egypt. Right? We, could, um, we could learn about God feeding them when they were in the wilderness with manna. And uh, the priests even remind the people of mistakes that they've made, like worshiping the golden calf. Boo, boo to the golden calf. That was a pretty huge sin against God. But listen to what the priests say here in Nehemiah. In verses 17 and 18, they say, But you are a God ready to forgive, gracious and merciful slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and did not forsake them, even when they made for themselves a golden calf. In other words, the priests are saying, even at times in our bigger story when we've been really bad, you, God, you have always been good, right? Can you turn to your parents or to your brothers and sisters and say, God has always been good, yeah, God has always been good. This is why there are so many places in the Bible like Nehemiah 9 where God's people look back at their whole story from the beginning. They're looking at their family photo album, right? And it reminds them that their lives have a bigger story and that God has always been good. And we need those reminders too. We need to look at our own stories and remember that we are a part of a bigger story. And that God has always been good to us as well.